Welcome to Green Bites, Sustainable Asia's bi-weekly environmental news podcast. I'm Shermaine Lee, and I'm Ko Tran. In less than ten minutes, we offer you bite-sized green updates in Asia we think you should know about. Hey, Shermaine. So, do you remember earlier this year when China released its five-year plan? Oh yes, I remember. It happened in March. There were some expectations that China would really act to meet its goal of carbon neutrality by 2060, which President Xi Jinping announced in September 2020. Although this five-year plan included targets of cutting carbon emissions by 18 percent and carbon intensity by 13.5 percent between 2021 and 2025, it stopped short of setting any caps on energy consumption. Something China has typically included in such plans. That's right. Back in March, the Chinese government also said it would work to release an action plan later this year to detail out how these carbon cuts are going to be implemented. And so, on the third of this month, China's Ministry of Industry and Information Technology did just that. The plan, which covers 2021 to 2025. Seeks to lower carbon intensity and pollutants while also developing eco-friendly industries. But let's backtrack a little on some of the terms used. What exactly is carbon intensity, Shermaine? Oh, Koa, I'm definitely glad you asked. Carbon intensity is how much carbon dioxide is being produced per amount of energy generated, typically electricity. This measurement is important because countries always need to generate and use more energy to build things and develop their economies. Especially a fast-growing country like China, but this development could happen at a lower cost to the environment. That's why this newly released action plan lays out a number of initiatives industries could focus on to meet China's climate goals. First, it provides for more extensive use of clean energies such as hydrogen energy, biofuels, and refuse-derived fuels for big polluters like steel, cement, and chemical industries. Second, it wants to improve the efficiency in the use of energy resources, finding more quote rational ways to exploit minerals like iron ore and non-ferrous, and to develop the use of recycled sources. Of course, other aspects of the plan also include cutting carbon emissions where possible and encouraging industries to transition from cleaner and lower carbon energy consumption. The plan lays the groundwork for further legal reforms to be made. And financial incentives and support to be given to industries, among other tools to aid in the green transition. It also looks like the plan wants to incentivize industries to implement carbon peaking action to meet the national goal of carbon peaking in 2030, before heading towards neutrality in 2060. It's good to see that China is working towards its climate pledges. Another Asian country that also seems to be following through with its climate goals is Indonesia. Last week, an Indonesian court denied reinstating permits for palm oil plantations in the easternmost region of Papua to two companies, 
This comes two months after the government said it wouldn't approve new palm oil permits despite the lapse of a moratorium on plantation. The country has been bafflingly non-committal to its climate pledges, as previously covered. Indonesia promised last month during COP26 with over 120 nations to end deforestation by 2030, but had a change of heart just a few days later. As the environment minister said, the goal was quote inappropriate and unfair, and may be at odds with Indonesia's development plans. This might be particularly alarming, as the country, along with Brazil and the Democratic Republic of Congo, account for 85 percent of the world's forests. Indonesia's position on deforestation seems a little misleading at times. As previously covered, it pulled out of a $1 billion agreement with Norway under the Red Plus scheme to preserve forests, claiming to have already fulfilled the requirements. And despite deforestation rates actually hitting record lows in 2020, the country's vice foreign minister Mahendra Siregar denied that zero deforestation by 2030 was even part of a pledge the country made. He said people should move beyond mere narrative, and that the pledge actually meant ensuring no net loss of forested land. All this actually makes the court decision a pleasant surprise. As the permits to the two companies would have allowed them to damage forest areas equivalent to nearly seven times the size of Paris, however, it might still be too early for us to see the light at the end of the tunnel. The two palm oil producers are looking to appeal the court decision and amidst the arbitrary environmental policies of the Widodo administration, the outcome is just too hard to predict at this point. Indonesia is a textbook example of climate pledge reversal, which was the trigger of mass protests from environmental activists around the world. If countries keep offering hollow words and break their promises this early, many are going to fall into climate change cynicism, and doubt on solutions will persist. So, Shermaine, this might be a strange question to ask, but、um, what do you think of toads? I think they look quite cute to me, and apparently in Taiwan they are a symbol of prosperity and good fortune. Oh, interesting. Well, since I was raised in France, I'm more of a frog person. But from the perspective of the environment, certain toads can be invasive and become a threat to the ecosystem of a place. They are now infamous for their toxicity and rapid proliferation, which rattled countries like Australia and the Philippines. Their toxicity can harm curious dogs that lick them, or predators that feed on amphibians. Oh, that's too bad for such an adorable little creature. But recently, environmentalists in Taiwan have been shocked to find that cane toads have invaded the Selfroot Island. With flashlights in gloved hands, dozens of volunteers from a local amphibian conservation organization searched rice fields and plantations to contain the invasion. Local farmers are actually very fond of them because they help get rid of pests on their crops. But cane toads aren't local to Taiwan. They originate from South and Central America and have been introduced globally in the early 20th century to control sugarcane pests, hence the name. Including places like Australia and the Philippines, where they eventually caused a lot of damage to local ecosystems. So naturally, when a local Taiwanese resident spotted a cane toad and uploaded its photo online, it immediately sparked a toad hunt. 
Lin Chunfu, an amphibian scientist at government-run Endemic Species Research Institute, told AFP that conservationists need to rush to find and remove cane toads quickly after they are first discovered to contain their spread. But why exactly are cane toads so dangerous? Well, being top predators, they have no natural enemies in Taiwan and are very successful at breeding. They take up space and resources, and most importantly, they are poisonous, so they can be a threat to any animal that licks or bites them, including dogs. What seems to be a good characteristic for pest control at first turns out to be a huge headache once the toads multiply beyond control. So it's important to nip the problem at the bud. Taiwan had banned toads from being imported into the country since 2016, but ever since the ban, local farmers started breeding or overbreeding them. Since then, many must have escaped or been abandoned, and eventually, it is causing the crisis authorities are now trying to control. So this is all we have for this week's Green Bites. If you have any news stories you think we should highlight, let us know on our social media with the hashtag #ShareYourBites. And don't forget to subscribe to our podcast channels for more content and share our podcast with your friends and family. If you're interested in sponsoring Green Bites or have any comments about our content, we would love to hear from you. Email us using communications at sustainableasia.co or drop us a line on social media. Our handle is at sustainableasia. Thanks for listening.